150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Fifth Seal, episode 5th. 38. I am your host, the Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast where I bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world, sharing stories of persecution that our brothers and sisters endure because of their faith in Christ, and counting down the Open Doors USA's world watch list from number 50 to number one. So we do two a month um, from the months of through the months January through October, and then through the month of November, we count down every day from number 30 to number one. So January through October, we do 50 through 31. And then November being Persecuted Church Awareness Month, we do an episode every single day where we bring stories of persecution and prayer points about the World Watch List numbers 30 through number one. This is, uh, again, the podcast where I encourage you, if you know anybody who is willing to pray for our brothers and sisters and would like to have a little more information on what is happening to our brothers and sisters around the world and the persecution that they endure, invite them to come to the Fifth Seal Facebook page uh, and, and request to become a member, or they can go to my the YouTube channel, The Evangelical Norm, get all this content that is, content that is released there, or you can find The Fifth Seal as an audio podcast on iTunes, excuse me, Google Play, uh, Spotify, wherever you get your audio podcasts from. So all that being said, it is uh, Wednesday, June 24th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. Christian man brutally murdered for his faith by radicals in India. And that's not the story that I wanted. Uh, former Muslim sheikh attacked in eastern Uganda for following Christ. Uh, 6-23-2020. A former sheikh Muslim teacher in eastern Uganda who secretly became a Christian on Christmas Day last year decided to tell his family about his new faith last month. Marjan Olipat invited his pastor to his home in Obukora village, Obukora sub county, Kibuku district on the evening of May 14th. Olupat, who had two wives, told Morningstar News by phone that, quote, he then revealed his Christian faith to his wives and called on the pastor to explain the gospel so that the church leader could lead his family to faith in Christ, unquote. One of his wives put her faith in Christ as Lord and Savior. The other declined. He added to the following, three we, quote, three weeks later, the wife who had declined left the household and told a Muslim leader of the family's conversion to Christianity, including three children. Unquote. The Muslim leader then told other Muslims that the sheikh had left Islam. Muslim villagers on June 8th surrounded Olipat's house about 11.30 p.m. and set it ablaze. Olipat, his wife, and three children ages 10, 12, and 14 fled through a back door. Olupat also told Morningstar News the following, quote, Unfortunately, as we were fleeing in the night, the attackers managed to get a hold of my wife and beat her with sticks, injuring her left hand and back her left hand and back and the right leg. 
but thank God my Christian neighbors rescued her, unquote. His wife was in stable condition after neighbors rushed her to Mbali Regional Referral Hospital. He and his family have taken refuge in the home of another pastor while she continues to undergo treatment. Olupat mentioned the following, quote, We need prayers at this trying moment. As the Muslims are out to kill me, my other wife is scheming for my death, unquote. The fire destroyed valuables and other belongings in his home worth about 10 million shillings, which is about uh, 2,670 U.S. dollars. Olupat came to, Christi to Christianity after a business colleague told him about Christ. Uh, Muslim background believers in Uganda are often persecuted for their conversion. They face threats, physical abuse, and disowning by family for their, for their beliefs in Christ. So, again, the, the situation here is so compounded with the fact that, one, he has two wives, one of which converted to Christianity, one of which did not which led to her going out into the community and uh, raising up uh, the, the fundamentalist Muslim neighbors against him. And they came and set their house on fire, um, destroyed their home and forced them to uh, seek refuge outside of, of their village with other pastors. So, uh, and then again, just the, the situation where, in, in a government like this, the police are not um, usually very helpful in trying to track down those and bring justice to those who have done this sort of persecution. So let's keep the Olapot family in our prayers that uh, one, his wife will uh, recover quickly and that they will find uh, a safe place to, to live and uh, continue to pursue their faith in Christ. Now, our next story, uh, Christian man brutally murdered for his faith by radicals in India. This is 6 20, 2020. Um, according to Christian News, a 27-year-old Christian named Kande Mudu was attacked and murdered by a group of armed men in Kunti, Kunti district of India's Jharkhand state. The murder occurred on the night of June 7th when a group of armed men showed up at Kande Mudu's house and demanded he come outside. The radicals broke down the door and took Mudu out of his home by force. The radicals then brutally attacked Mudu and slashed his throat. Bindu Mudu, Mudu's wife, told Christian Solidarity Worldwide, quote, After hearing the man at my front door, my husband knew that our lives were in danger and that the men had bad intentions, unquote. Mudu then reportedly told his wife that he might be killed and assured her to remain strong and never give up her faith in Jesus, even if they killed him. According to reports, Mudu became a Christian four years ago, along with his family. They were the only Christians in their village prior to June the June 7th murder. Mudu and his family faced constant harassment because of their faith. Now Mudu's family, including his wife and daughters, have been forced to abandon the village. Following Mudu's murder, Bindu, Bindu said that her father suggested she abandon her Christian faith and avoid being targeted by local radical groups. However, Bindu said, quote, I will live for Jesus and die for Jesus, but I will never turn back, unquote. A first information report, a document required for to begin a criminal investigation, has been registered in regards to the murder of Kande Mudu. To date, no suspects have been arrested and Mudu's family remain displaced in an undisclosed location. So again, we generally in the states we can we think of of Hindus as very peaceful people, um, but more and more as the government in India becomes more secularized, we are seeing these groups of 
they call them radical uh, Hindu groups. I call them fundamentalists. They are just following the teachings of their religion, um, which prohibits uh, conversion and so on. And they're carrying it out to the, the ultimate extent, um, resulting in murder and um, and mayhem, drive, burning down people's homes, driving them out of their um out of their homes, forcing them out of their villages. Um, and so uh, just as, as militant as, as Muslim groups can be, these, these fundamentalist Hindu groups um, are, are becoming more and more violent uh, over the last few years. And also, again, the same situation, some of these local governments in these majority Hindu uh, nations are not very helpful in bringing... Uh, murderers and persecutors uh to justice those who would persecute our brothers and sisters excuse me so uh we'll be praying for the mudu family as well that uh again that her her faith and her children's faith would remain strong um in christ and and following after him that they will find a, a place to live and a place to to safely worship the lord so that brings us to our uh, world watch list country for this week which is number 38 Bangladesh a few facts about Bangladesh uh, region is Asia persecution type is Islamic oppression the persecution level is very high the population of Bangladesh is 168 million 66,000 uh, people of which about 887,000 are Christians so a very low um population of Christians. The main religion is Islam. The government is a parliamentary republic and the leader is President Abdul Hamid. Um, some of the groups in, in Bangladesh are doubly vulnerable. Christians who convert away from Islamic or tribal regions, religions must gather in small house churches or secret groups due to fear of attack. Protestants and Catholic groups are targeted with attacks and death threats. Uh, Christians who belong to ethnic minority groups like the Rohingya are doubly vulnerable as they are harassed because of both their religion and their ethnicity. The government struggles to counter the growing strength of radical Islamic groups, adding to a general sense of insecurity. Until recently, Bangladesh had managed to stay clear of the kind of radicalism that has plagued other parts of the world, and that is changing. Christians are a tiny minority, and if they belong to ethnic minorities, face a double vulnerability. Christian converts come under pressure from either radical Islamic groups or the Islamic culture in their neighborhoods and often face significant threats. Churches and all minority religions strive to stay clear of politics. Converts from a Muslim, Hindu, Buddhist, or an ethnic tribal background suffer the most severe persecution in Bangladesh. Evangelistic churches, many of them Pentecostal, working among the Muslim majority face persecution, but even historical churches such as the Roman Catholic Church are increasingly faced with attacks and death threats. Tribal Christians endure pressure on both ethnic and religious grounds and struggle with land-grabbing issues and violence. Christians among the Muslim Rohingya who fled for, to Bangladesh from Myanmar face harassment and strong pressure from their community as well. 
there have been no killings of Christians in the 2020 World Watch List reporting period, but several death threats were made against members of historical churches and converts alike. Fourteen churches, or places where Christians gather, were attacked. Uh, in March 2019, a makeshift church and school in Rohingya refugee camp was destroyed. In April 2019, a Mohandi Assemblies of God church in the Sakira district was burnt down. Um, other churches in the Chittagong Hill tracts have been destroyed as well. Several Christians were detained by the police in the World Watch Willist 2020 reporting, per reporting period, many under the allegation of, quote, unlawful conversion, unquote. Some prayer points for Bangladesh. Pray for God to give strength to all believers to stand strong in their faith, especially secret believers, so they might, in, so they might endure persecution and not compromise their faith. Pray also for the ongoing projects to reach believers in need and assist them with timely help. Pray for Christians who have, ha have left their communities out of pressure to renounce their faith. Pray that the Lord would provide for their physical, emotional, and spiritual needs. Pray that Christians who are mentally and physically abused would be granted steadfast faith. Converts from Muslim, Hindu, Buddhist, or ethnic tribal backgrounds suffer the most severe persecution. In Bangladesh, they often gather in small house churches or secret groups due to fear of attack. Pray that their hearts are filled with courage and peace. Let's pray. Father, thank you uh, for this time we have to come together to join as one voice to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who endure great persecution because of their faith in you. Lord, we lift up the, the Olapot family. We pray for them that, that they will find a, a, pay, a place where they can uh, continue to live and learn and be discipled in their faith in you, Lord, in a, a place where they can do it in peace, where they don't constantly worry about being attacked uh, by being uh, beaten up or, or worse, or killed, Lord. We pray that you protect them. Um, God, I pray for the second wife of, of our brother Olapot, uh, that she would remember the gospel that was preached that day in their home, and that she would turn from her sins, repent, and trust Christ, um, and that you would provide for this, this family and this home, Lord. Uh, protect them, keep them safe. We lift up the Mudu family um, after the loss of of their patriarch lord and pray that that you would provide for them provide a home um, provide a safe place to worship you and lord i pray that you provide um strong church leaders and deacons to to care for them as as widows and orphans lord that you would um come and raise up your church to to care for them to take care of them to disciple them and ultimately that you would uh, help that they would grow into uh Christians who are strong and firm in their faith. And, and just as, as uh, uh, Bindu Mudu said, Lord, that they will live and die for Christ, but they will not turn back. So we pray that you would, and pray that you would use those testimonies of persecution to draw others to yourself, Lord. We lift up our brothers and sisters in Bangladesh, God. We pray that you would give strength to all the believers there, that they would be able to stand strong in their faith in the in the midst of, of great persecution. We pray that, that especially those who, who are, are meeting in secret, that you would protect them um, and that they would not uh, be pressured to the point where they compromise their faith, where they renounce their faith, Lord, but 
that in, in each and every instance of persecution that you would use that to strengthen their their faith and their resolve to follow after you, God. We pray for those Christians who have left their communities to out of pressure to renounce their faith. We pray that you would provide for their physical needs, their emotional needs, uh, and, and their spiritual needs. Lord, provide them a, a home um, and the support of a, a good, solid, solid Bible-believing church in their area. God, we pray that... Um, those who are abused, um, who are beaten, who are attacked, that again, that you would use each one of those to strengthen their faith and that they would, they would just have a more and more firm resolve as they are persecuted for you, that they would stand for you, knowing that, that this is not about enduring or having their best life, but this is about salvation and, and being saved from the, the penalty of their sin, Lord. And uh, we pray for those who have converted from various backgrounds, Muslim, Hindu, Buddhist, or the, the, those who have converted from the ethnic tribal backgrounds, God, that as they tend to endure worse persecution, that you would even make their, their faith stronger, bolster their faith, Lord, in you, that they are willing to, to stand and endure the persecution um, that the enemy brings against them. And ultimately, God, again, we just pray that that through all of this, through all of our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you, Lord, we pray that that you would use that to uh, strengthen our faith um, again to recognize that that these are people who are willing to stand firm in the face of persecution because of your gospel, Lord. And I pray that as as things get uh, worse and worse in our own nation that we would look at the examples of our brothers and sisters around the world and that we when when persecution comes that we would be able to to stand firm in our faith with no fear of of recanting or or running away or denying you lord that we would always stand firm and and acknowledge you who went to the cross and paid the penalty for our sins so that we can be reconciled to the father and we just thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for everybody who is here to be part of this 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 uh, corporate prayer for our brothers and sisters around the world. And ultimately, God, we pray that you are glorified through all of this. And it's in your name, for your honor and your praise, Lord, that we pray. Amen. Again, thank you guys for, for being part of this, for coming and joining in prayer. If you know anybody, please invite them to the group. Uh, send them the link. Uh, send them the, the YouTube channel or wherever you're listening to this podcast uh, so they can join us as well in praying for our brothers and sisters uh, around the world who are, are persecuted for their faith in Christ. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. Until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.